Well, Isaac, here we are again. I've got my coffee if you've got yours. And uh, we're actually going to depart from Colossians for a couple of weeks here since it's moving towards Palm Sunday and Easter. I thought we would uh, keep our same theme, growing deeper to reach further, but to think uh, about Jesus uh, coming to Jerusalem and uh, next week, obviously, looking at the resurrection. But uh, today, thinking about deeper purpose. And the fact that Jesus was a man on a mission. And uh, what got me thinking about this was uh, there's a verse in Luke chapter nine. It's actually the pivotal point in, in Luke as he talks about the ministry of Jesus. And then in Luke 9, 51, it says, when the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And that phrase, he set his face, speaks to the determination and focus of Jesus to finish his ministry in Jerusalem, to go to the cross, to die, to be the Savior of the world. So let's think about Jesus's deeper purpose and what that tells us about our deeper purpose uh, in life and ministry. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a good idea. Um, but I've been loving going through the book of Colossians with you. Um, we'll get back to that and kind of wrap up the book in upcoming weeks. But I think it's great to take a break during Easter, uh, the Easter season, to really focus on this because it's it is the it's the crux, the pivot, uh, pivot of all history, really. Um, right. What happens around Easter, and I know in my household, Easter is my favorite holiday. It goes Easter, Christmas, March Madness, and those are like the three right. in that order um, that we that we celebrate the most. And I just think, you know. Easter in and of itself and what we celebrate during Easter um, changed the world. And it is without this weekend, the Easter week, um, Christianity is worthless, pointless. None of it's worth anything. Um, And so this is what makes it all important. Um, And I think um, what's cool is you talk about Jesus and his purpose. um, he viewed his life that way, that his whole mission was to get to Jerusalem, less so being in Jerusalem, but what was going to happen there. Right. His death, uh, and then ultimately his resurrection, which is what we celebrate on Easter. Um, that was his mission. Um, on the, his mission here was not to heal as many people as he could. Um, his mission was not to overthrow evil authorities. Right. Right. Um, There were plenty of evil authorities that he did not overthrow. There were plenty of people that he interacted with that he did not heal. Um, His mission was to go to the cross for us so that we could live with him. Um, And uh, and so it's it's kind of you take a step back and look at Jesus's life that way. uh, You can see it being. That was his purpose. And then you called out that verse in Luke 9. How many chapters are in Luke? 24. 24. So 9 is not. Not even halfway. End. Um, and he had already set his face towards Jerusalem because he knew that's where this was all going. Um, and right. I was reminded in um, this morning, I was in uh, Mark chapter 9. And it was talking about the transfiguration where Jesus goes up with, I think it was John and and Peter, and they see Moses and Elijah in in this very um, 
no spiritual um, experience. Mountain, mountaintop experience. Mountaintop experience. What was interesting was on the way back down, what Jesus said to them was, and so they were coming back down the mountain, he charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So even at those points, he, he had in his mind, listen, this is a big deal for you guys. You don't talk about it until my mission here is complete. So I've been risen from the dead. And because he was grooming the disciples to be able to tell his story, the story of that mission completed uh, to other folks. And he was, he was, his ministry was all focused on preparing the way so that folks could recognize what God had done for them with his death on the cross. Right. And so, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who will accept the fact that Jesus was a great teacher. You'll hear people say that, uh, and that he was a miracle worker and, um, that he did a lot of good things. In fact, the Bible says he went around doing good. That's true. And all those things are true about Jesus, but that was not his main mission. His main mission was to die for the sins of the world and then to rise from the dead to offer new life, forgiveness, and victory over death to everyone who uh, would call upon his name. And so his his higher purpose to die on the cross, he died, uh, the Bible says he was our substitute. Uh, The scripture says in, uh, uh, where is that, 2 Corinthians 5.21, that God made him, Jesus made him who knew no sin to become sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And so Jesus died as our substitute, paying the penalty that we could not pay uh, for the debt that we had accumulated, our sin debt. But he became sin and paid the penalty for us so that we could experience life with him, life for him, life in him. Uh, And so now it's our role to be uh, identified with him in his death and also in his life. Uh, Right before the scripture says that he set his face to go to Jerusalem in that same chapter in Luke, he also said, anyone who wants to come after me must pick up his cross daily and follow me. So we're to identify with the death of Christ every day uh, as we live for him in this world. You know, it just hit it just hit me you saying that. Like I've never read that verse without knowing that Jesus died on the cross already, you know? <laughs> right. But that he said that before he had picked up his cross. Right. And so just the, the, the people around, like, just what were they like? What? You cross. What a cross. Well, I mean, they crucified people all the time. They may have been walking down the road past a number of people hanging on crosses right. at the time he said it. I mean, we're not told that, but it would certainly it be possible. Mean, it didn't mean to them what it means to us when we read it. You know, we read, we think pick up the cross daily and follow him. And we're like, well, yeah, because he picked up the cross and died on it. Like, like, we get that. Um, because his mission has been completed. Um, right. You know, and he was, te- he had already started telling them that he was going to Jerusalem and that he was going to die and rise again on the third day. He hadn't specifically mentioned that he would die on the cross. And yeah, every time 
it went over their heads and they couldn't comprehend it. But it's so interesting to see then how the rest of the New Testament plays out and how, especially for Paul, as he kept referring back to the cross in his ministry, and even the way he described his own ministry, he said uh, in Galatians uh, 2.20 that he's been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and died for me. Well, and we'll get to more of this next week, but that's mm-hmm. Easter right there. That's yeah. Easter. It wasn't just like Christ died. It, we won't go into this too much, but Christ died, right? That's what, um, that was his, his substitute for us. That's what allowed us to have a relationship with God. Um, but then his resurrection is what allowed us to have that life to live. Um, yes. Because if he right. had resurrected, we could not have him in us because he would be dead. Um, and so right. he's the one that gives us that power source. Uh, but that's too much of the Easter story for today. Today, Right. No. But if, right. I, if we just think about his mission, uh, and, you know, John the Baptist early on said, there goes the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That was the mission of Jesus, to take away our sin. And as the Lamb of God to die and shed his innocent blood, uh, as our Passover lamb, uh, Paul referred to him as our Passover because he was that sacrificial lamb. Uh, where, that's where the phrase comes from, is from the Passover story of Exodus, when they sacrificed a lamb and put the blood of the lamb over their doors so that the death angel would pass over. Uh, well, that's what Christ has done for us. He shed his blood so that we would not experience death. And by the power of his resurrection, as you say, we live. Um, so Christ created the way for us to have this eternal life and relationship uh, in, in that he died for us. Uh, and the way to life is through death. Um, Jesus taught his followers that if you want to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, you'll save it uh, for eternity. Um, and so, you know, again, he had this focused mission to die so that we could live. Uh, and, and therefore, we have this mission to live for him to uh, die to ourselves. Uh, well, and so that's what makes that's what, you know, my, my brain goes to. OK, so we, we can talk about Jesus and he had this greater purpose. Right. And he was committed to that purpose. And you see how it shaped every decision he made. Um, but then I always go to application to myself, right? So then, okay, so right. what is what is my purpose? And at first, as we're saying this, you know, I'm like, well, you know, obviously my purpose is not to save ourselves from our sin, you know, to die for right. us. Like that's not, that's very uniquely to Jesus, right? Only. But I think our purpose is similar in that we're called to die ourselves so that he could live. He died so that we could live. And I think we're called to die ourselves, to sacrifice ourselves so that he can live through us. Through us. That's yeah, exactly what Paul was saying in, in this idea of I've been crucified with Christ. Uh, and, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And that's this, that's this beautiful picture of, uh, of living the crucified life 
which sounds like an oxymoron, a crucified life. Uh, if you're crucified, you're dead. How do you live a crucified life? Well, because he lives in us. Well, and it's, that's, that's what we're called to, like our purpose has to be around the sacrifice of our, of, of self, because we, we live with spirit and flesh. Like, like, so if we don't, if we're not proactively sacrificing ourselves and making that decision, you know, Jesus told us the daily, we have to make that decision yeah. uh, right. to sacrifice ourselves. And I would say it gets, for me, it's hourly, minutely. Yes. You know, I can all of a sudden choose to not sacrifice myself. Right. Um, and um, so that, that if we can apply the same focus and the same purpose to that mission in our life that Jesus did, you know, that's, that's, that's the goal, right? That, that we sacrifice ourselves and allow Jesus to live through us so that we have to make that decision, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be at the forefront of, of our, of our mind and our heart and our soul. It's gotta be what our goal is each day is, you know what, today as I get out of bed, may this be a day that is less of me and more of you. Uh, That's right. Talking yeah. to God, not, to you but. no <laughs> very much so yeah john the baptist said it uh, he said i must decrease so that he can increase and that's got to be true in each of our lives uh, to the point that uh we've died to uh ourselves we've died to the world system uh, paul also said that he had been crucified to the world and the world had been crucified to him so not only has he died and christ is living in him but he has died to the influences of the world and the world holds no, uh, no attraction for him at all because he's died to it. Um, and so that's, that may be the hardest part for us to do is to die from the distractions of the world that keep us from living for Christ. Well, and there's only one way that you can successfully do that. And it's pursuing Christ. We talked a little bit last week as we were going through Colossians about you know the the um, the the trap of religion, and religion is very much trying to accomplish that under your own power, right. trying to uh, be crucified with Christ and to earn your way into that through your own might, as opposed to allowing Christ to live through you, um, which gives you freedom. Absolutely right. You, again. Uh, it's the uh, it's the path to uh, to life and freedom to do that, uh, and when we put ourselves first, we're uh, we're on the wrong road, and uh, it's a road that's not going to satisfy. It never delivers what's promised, uh, and it always leads uh, to death. It's the opposite of leading uh, to life, and so. Uh, we have to uh, we have to be firm in our purpose as Christ was firm in His purpose, and I you know I'm thinking again Luke chapter nine is a long way from Luke chapter twenty four the end of the story when He's risen from the dead and in fact ascending into heaven in the last verse of Luke twenty four, um, and for us the sooner we come to this reality, uh, and the sooner we uh, surrender our life to Christ, then we can live out a life of meaning and purpose and the, and the remaining chapters of our life uh, make a difference uh, for him and an eternal difference. 
and so uh, I'm grateful that as the Lord allows, we may have more years left than we uh, uh, have already put forward and, and can continue to uh, make a difference for him. Well, I think this is a great week in the year um, to spend some time in that, to, th- to think about it. You know, this, this week as we approach, as we approach Easter, you know, coming off of, of Palm Sunday, um, Jesus rode into Jerusalem and they celebrated him um, for right. all the, for all of the, uh, the things that you mentioned earlier. He's a, he was a good teacher. He healed folks, you know, um, the, a lot of the people that, that, that look at Jesus and just see, um, uh, just see him as this, you know, positive influence on the world, right? Which he absolutely was. But if you stop there, then um, you're not getting the full picture. Um, so get, to get through this week, spend some time as we approach Easter thinking about, you know, what that means. That, that if Jesus, do you see Jesus as, as this great teacher, in which case you, you know, are putting palm branches down him? Or do you see him as the, the savior of the world that had to die and then rose again from the dead? And did that happen? And if you answer yes to that, then what does that mean for you? That means right everything what that means is that there's a living god jesus who is living to live through you like he he's now his mission is to is to live through you um and so it's like you know this is a great time of the year to kind of step back and say okay how big of a deal is this for me in my life right Uh, is, is it a piece of my life or is it my life um that's the difference right there. And that's, and that's what he meant when he said, if you're going to save your life, if you're going to protect what's yours and hold on to it as your focus, me, 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 you're going to lose. But if you'll lose your life, you'll go ahead and lay it down the way he laid his down and, and surrender it to him. Well, then his life through you is the best possible life to live. Uh, and it starts now and it lasts forever. Uh, and it makes an eternal difference. You want to live a life of significance, um, not a life of what the world calls success because the world lies to you. But what Jesus says is significant is take up your cross daily, follow me. And if you do that, you'll live a satisfying, uh, impactful life that touches many others. So yeah, let- live that out. And you know, what's interesting, I'm going to make this longer. We're going to go longer here. Um, Jesus was riding into Jerusalem, right? At the, the, the end of his ministry here on earth. Um, where did his ministry start in the desert, getting tempted by, by the devil, the Mm. devil took him to Jerusalem that day. Right. Right. And it's like, Hey, you can skip the hard part of this mission. Right. You can skip it and just be God, like just be the God that you are. And you won't have to go through three years of walking around the desert, going around these 12 knuckleheads. You won't have to re-explain yourself 57 times to them on the same thing. You won't have to die. Right. You won't have to be beaten. You won't have to be betrayed. It easy. Just be God, be who you are. Um, And so that, that, you know, we've got, we've got a similar purpose to Jesus to, to sacrifice ourselves, but also like he's called us to specific missions here on earth, but the, to not try to rush them to not try to skip to the end. 
right shortcuts mm. get the joy of it without having gone gone through the work of of, of earning it and developing it and, and that he's called us to each one of those days along the way. Um, and then even Jesus put three years in, he didn't just show up on the earth, get crucified and rise again from the dead. That's right. Cause he could have done it that way. He could have just showed up in Jerusalem and been there a week and he, they would still find a reason to kill him and take care of it. And he put, he put the time in to develop himself to continuously follow God. He had a, a relationship with God that, that led every step of his way. He took every step that God designed for him. And then at God's appointed time. Yes. Appointed time that God, by the way, had appointed when he flung the universe into existence back in Genesis one, he knew when that time would be. And yeah. at God's appointed time, it happened. So to, to us who are, who oftentimes try to rush God in our own lives, right? God, I feel like you've got this plan for me. Well, now would be a great day for you to do that. Right. Uh, Let me help you with that. To be patient and to just take the next step, to go to the next town, to do the next, the next thing he has planned for us, knowing that at his appointed time, um, we'll step right into, right into his purpose for us. And as you live that out, every day of your life impacts somebody. And, and makes a difference in their life and may help them start on their path or at least nudge them uh, in the direction of them fulfilling their purpose. And so every, uh, every part of the journey matters because you're, uh, it, you're not doing this journey you by yourself. You're impacting other people uh, as you go. And that's why it's so important not to take shortcuts. You're going to miss somebody who uh, you could have brought with you. Yep. So that's, uh, that's important as well. So Jesus had a purpose uh, it, and he was not distracted by what could have been and what would have been good things, but not the best ultimate complete mission that he had been assigned. Um, and, and each of us have a mission to fulfill. And as you've heard me say before, the best thing you can do is find out what it is and go do it. So do it. Let's work on that uh, as we move through this holy week of the passion of Christ and we think deeply about how much God loves us that he would die for us. One of my friends likes to say, God loves you so much he'd rather die than be in heaven without you. And that's exactly what he did. And so let's, uh, let's rejoice in that. Let's be grateful for that. And let's, let's lay our purpose alongside that and evaluate what are we really giving our lives to and, uh, and, and live that out for him and let him live his life and his purpose through us. So God bless you as you do. Best time of the year. All right. God bless.